And now, and now, and now, welcome, welcome, welcome all to another You Need a Horror podcast. Hey now, how's everybody doing out there in You Need a Land? We've got, of course, Nick with us from the Lost River Drive-In, one half of the You Need a Horror podcast. Nick, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> what is so funny? What are you laughing at? I knew, like I knew that's what you were doing. But I thought it would at least be like the three of us, or you know, but Dude, I don't nah, the moves you nah. got. You the were... whole the whole five minute loop. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> funny? Right near the end, and I wouldn't have had the time. I was going to get up, put the mask on, tie my shirt up again, so when it stopped and it came to us, I would be sitting here like that. But I, as soon as I thought to do it. It stopped, and I was like, "Shit, I wouldn't have the time." But I almost did it. <clears throat> well, almost did it. I, think I mean, I don't really care. I, I, did, was... I did it live on stream. Like, I'm not embarrassed about it at all. Like, I just, you know, I thought that was fire, man. That that track and everything. I mean, that that was high. That was popping. Yeah, yeah, guys. Uh, you know, I got to preface by saying something to the audience. Christian's really been on one the past few days. Really been just getting my goat, man. Just really he's been really trying to get under my skin so you know this this uh this should be a fun episode he's been intentionally setting me up um for i don't i don't know i don't know what what he would call it. he tried to lie to me today and say that i had to do the show by myself and i was like i'm not buying this shit like i'm i'm not buying it christian what have you been what do you what have you been doing did you discover like a new drug or something cuz you know what it is like honestly you know what it is what Sometimes I just remember that life is precious and it doesn't last forever. And I just want to have a good time. And right now I'm having that phase of my life where I just want to have a good time. That's really, that's, that's the God's honest truth. You I, know? I mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm just like the past few days. I'm like, damn, Christian's really been, really been. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like you've been, I don't know. I don't know. Been having a good time. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's like, you know, fucking uh, we're talking about Revelations a month ago. And we'll get into it. But a month ago, you know, Christian's talking about how the movie sucks, you know, but. And then, <laughs> and then last night, he makes it seem like he's going to find redeeming qualities with the movie. And I'm like, don't do this. I know exactly what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Well, we're reviewing live tonight, Hellraiser Revelations. And I'm really uh, excited about it. Did you watch it all the way through last night? I watched it twice yesterday. No, you didn't. You watched Judgment. Okay, that's what it was. I watched Hellraiser Revelations and Hellraiser Judgments. Okay. I was gonna do you say, wanna give your do you want to give your thoughts real quick on Hellraiser Judgment before we talk about Revelations? Great makeup great makeup effects. Um a far better penhead than Revelations, but he's still no Doug Bradley. Um, interesting ideas, but at the end of the day, I think it was just hampered by the budget. Uh, it right. felt very small scope. It seemed like a type of movie that Gary wanted to do a lot more with, but just didn't have the resources for it. So it comes across very small scale. Um, you know, with some better, with some higher paid actors, maybe some more money for bigger set pieces and whatnot. I think it could have been really cool, but it's fine. It wasn't bad. I mean, it right. wasn't like you didn't watch it and want to hurt yourself. Right. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, 
judgment. Uh, they, I thought that Tunnicliffe is how you say his last name, right? Yes. I thought Tunnicliffe got the movie on screen. He got the money and the budget. He maximized everything because I read that it was a, not much more than Revelations budget wise. Right? Yeah, it was uh, four, 350000 300, and Revelations was 200000 Right. Well, I thought Judgment was good. I thought there was some really weird sexual, psychosexual stuff with the girls in the like that blood shooting thing and the, oh, God. the spit, the spit. Yeah, it, it was a very bizarro Hellraiser film. But then again, like that's kind of what I not only want, but kind of really expect from this point from Hellraiser. It's like when I think of Hellraiser, when you were a kid, I think everybody was like this. When you were a kid and you looked at the poster or the VHS for Hellraiser and you never saw the movie, dude, your imagination runs wild, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's that, and that's what I want. And I thought that, I thought that Revel, uh, Judgment really tried. I think it, it could have been Ben Grimm. I'm not sure. Somebody shared their, on on Twitter it was ben. there, yeah, it was Ben. He had it like at like number three or four. He had, he had it, it really at four. high. Yeah, he had it at four. And I've seen a lot of rankings like that. Believe it or not, I, I a lot of people really do appreciate Judgment. And I mean, I didn't dislike it. You know, like it's it. I think it's fine. Um, I think one thing Judgment does really well that some of the movies haven't been able to do since the first few movies is be really gross and uncomfortable. Like there's some shit in Judgment that's just like oh, like. The eating of the pages, vomiting it into the like trough where the faceless naked ladies are, like, and then they're playing in it. That's gross. Um, and uh, then the whole cleansing you, cleaning people scene where they all spit into that cup and then pour it into his mouth. Yeah, it, there's some nasty stuff in that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight, guys. We're going to be covering, um, the announcement with Ty West's movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about just the usual stuff. We're getting close to Halloween ends, of course. Uh, I, I saw a little interview with Jamie Lee Curtis that I like to speculate on. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Hellraiser Revelations for just a few minutes because <laughs> I had a bone to pick with Nick. Nick said he did not revisit. Oh, and today is also the anniversary of Freddy's Dead. Yes. I don't know if we'll talk about it, but at least we'll mention it for sure. Nick, when you re uh, when you revisited the series, you said you didn't go back and watch Revelations. Why? I'm just I'm just curious. Like, why did you not you 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 said you were watching the Hellraiser films, but you didn't watch Revelations? It has no connective tissue to any of the previous movies. Uh, it was made solely to keep the rights. Uh, it was shot in ten days on a two hundred thousand dollar budget. They offered Doug Bradley five thousand dollars to come back and play Pinhead, which is in that's not even scale scales 14,000 they offered him like a third of scale to come back and play his character that he played eight times uh there's just so much about it like it it has no connective tissue to anything in the franchise it was not made as a labor of love they didn't want to make a good movie they knew they weren't making a good movie and they said we don't care we got to get it out there um it's just disrespectful like, I don't know. It's just, it's disrespectful to fans of the series. It's disrespectful to horror fans. And it's just a reminder that Bob Weinstein literally only cared about keeping the rights because they were holding out hope for a good script for a remake one day. That was it. Like, that's the whole reason they didn't want the rights to go away. They had no plans for this franchise, none, but they didn't want to lose the money they make on merch and DVD sales from the previous movies and shit. So it's just, it's just insulting. I mean, it's really insulting. And it's like, you can make a low budget movie and make it good. 
when you have people that are passionate about the product and want to make it good, they didn't have those people involved in this movie. And, and, it, and Gary, I mean, Gary will openly talk about it. He has many times. He feels the same way. He fucking hates the movie. And this is a guy that's been with the franchise since Hellbound. And he came back to do Judgment after the debacle that was Revelation. So it's nothing personal. It's this movie was shit. And they knew it was shit. And they didn't care. And that's just insulting. I mean, um, I, I, th- I think Revel- Hellraiser Revelations um, has the reputation of Halloween 3 circa ni- uh, 2009. If it would have just been called Revelations, it would have been. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not going to try that uh, shtick with me. Okay. Dude, the first three seconds of how Revelations had a lot of promise, though, because because that music cue, that really dark, and then the Revelations hits the screen. Dude, I was at the edge of my fucking seat. But then, uh, okay, 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 so for real, I watched Revelations. I watched it last night, and I got to say, if me and you watched it on a podcast we would laugh our fucking asses off. It's really shitty. It's stage play acting. There's not much cuts between the dialogue. So it's just like, it's literally like stage play acting. Uh, Pinhead is hysterical looking. He just looks hysterical. I can't take it. He's not even British. He's in, but the guy's trying a fake British accent. It's Jesus. They, they didn't even, I don't, that's not even, was that even his voice or did they completely redub that guy? Cause Bradley, I think they modulized his voice, right? Well, and Gary said for every Hellraiser movie, they always do ADR for Pinhead. So I'm assuming there was definitely some dubbing cause they always do that. Um, but, I'm trying to think dude, if I'm really, I'm being honest. I'm trying to think if there's anything about revelations I could honestly say was okay. The, um, the blonde chick was hot. She was hot. Uh, yeah. I I got a, I did just chuckle and laugh my ass off every time Pinhead was on screen, mm. uh, especially the moment of the film where he's giving his speech and this pops up. Like, oh. <laughs> never mind, that was the wrong thing. <laughs> but dude, it's real. Like I I've been trying to build myself up to come in here and be like, I loved it. I had a great time. But I. <laughs> I really could. I, I couldn't hold a straight face. It's got to be the worst Hellraiser film ever, but I I really do think it's fucking hysterical because of how shitty it is. I mean, it is funny. It's funny. Let's not even talk it, about the dad that gets a t- twelve gauge to the stomach and, and he lives alive. Tell, he lives yeah. to tell the tale for like twenty minutes. Dude, you would does- bleed out quicker than that. He got fucking rock, dude. That yeah. thing said. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. And we're not going to talk about like, okay. At the end of the day, we find out it's not actually her brother, but she's making out with her brother and letting him feel her boobies. Yeah, uh, she well, that, thinks hey, it's her brother. <laughs> That's Lamityville too inspiration. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. It's just no. It's insulting, dude. It's a movie I'll never watch again. Never. Like. There, okay, sure Christian, let's it. say there is there is one thing. There is one thing I like, aside from the chick being hot. It, in the climax of the movie, when the other mom, the brunette, they had like enough money for one sick gore effect where the chains pull her throat open and blood squirts everywhere. 
Yeah. That was a decent effect. Right. But that was that was the whole budget right there. It was just for that effect. Well, is this is this a valid argument, right? Well, not an argument, but uh, Ben thinks that Revelations is uh, second worst. No. He no. put uh, Hellseeker. No, I'd no, have I to rewatch him, Hellseeker. To... I took him to task on that in my live stream earlier. I mean, I I I get what he's saying. Like, no, it's it. I think Hellseeker just the last like ten minutes or so make that movie better. The last ten minutes of Hellseeker are better than anything in Revelations. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'd have to re- look. Granted, I'd have to revisit Hellseeker. Revelations did not bore me. I was in awe of how bad it was. Revel- oh, was Hellseeker, Hellseeker boards the shit out of me. I was Dude, so. If bored. you and me watched Hellraiser, every time, every time, every time Big uh, Tubby Pinhead comes up on screen, we would laugh. We would laugh. How do you? Yeah, not, maybe. How do you not laugh at this? So, so my brother, or my 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 son's take cheesecake apart. My son was napping while I was watching it. And my brother comes out here and I'm like telling him, he's like, what is this? I'm like, dude, I have to watch it. Like it's this fucking, it's a shitty Hellraiser movie. And he's like, oh, you know. <laughs> and like a half hour later, he like comes back out. He's like, dude, you're still watching this. I'm like, yeah. He's like, this is fucking bad. <laughs> he only saw like two minutes of it. And he was laughing at the acting. He was like, bro, this is bad. I'm like, yeah. it sucks. There were multiple points where I was laying across my couch right here, laying across my couch, hand, head in my hand like this, and multiple points audibly going, oh, like I wanted it to be over so bad because it was so painful. Like oh. it was so painful. Like Tijuana, yeah, we're going to Tijuana. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to get our dick sweating. Tijuana. Like the fuck? Like Hooker's dead. Oh, you killed her. I didn't kill her. It was an accident. What happened? I don't know. I didn't kill her, though. Let's go. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, dude, it sucks. It's so bad. If I ever meet somebody that's like, I like Hellraiser Revelations, I'm I'm going to have them admitted to somewhere. Like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's, Nick, it's let me, awful. Let me tell you something, Nick. There's a fan base out there for everything, no. brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody I, I makes a revel- you, but that movie is objective dog shit. <laughs> if somebody makes objective, a, if somebody makes a revelations Facebook fan page, I will return to Facebook. That's what it'll take to get me back on Facebook. No. Somebody make the Hellraiser Revelations fan page. They couldn't do it because they know that they'd be living a lie. I mean, would I Justin or Ryan nineteen eighty eight say that Hellraiser Revelations okay. is not that bad? You know Justin. So, Justin told me this off off mic. Uh, we because we we fuck around about it or whatever, and he was telling me about it. He's like, "Yeah, revelations." Like, I he literally said this verbatim. I know people think that I like everything. He's like, "But that movie, that movie just sucks." I was like, "Say it, Justin." He's like, "It fucking sucks." And I was like, "Yes." He dropped an f bomb when talking about revelations. No, it he sucks. didn't. Yes, off mic, off mic. But he would tell you he said that to me. Yes, he did. He said it fucking sucks. Yeah. He cusses. He just doesn't like to do it on lives. I don't know. You know, that's his thing, whatever. But when we're not recording, oh, yeah, he'll he'll drop some F-bombs. And, yeah, he said it fucking sucked. He hates that movie. Oh, man. Uh, Well, the chat has spoken. They uh, It seems like everybody is not a big fan of Revelations, but they want to have fun with it. So I think the Facebook groups are coming. All right. Uh, respect it. for Hellraiser Revelation, says Robert A. Maybe he's a fan. He's not. Maybe I he's told Christian uh, last night, I said, <laughs> I told him I knew what he was doing. 
And uh, I said, if you try to come on here and defend Revelations tomorrow, I'm not doing the show. You know what he said? Ah, interesting. (laughs) I knew he was fucking with me, but like, I'm just, I was like seething. I'm like, no, Christian, don't do this to me. Don't come on this show and try to be that guy that's like, you know what, though? Because I know in your heart it would be fake and you would try to get the chat against me. Like when y'all called me a fake Halloween fan, I just felt that type of episode coming again. I felt it. And I was like, don't do this shit to me. But Christian didn't last five seconds on this show without being like, I, I couldn't. It, it sucks. I couldn't. But I did think Judgment was good. So I'm actually excited to talk to Gary about that because I wanted to know, like, he – it was good, man. Like, I liked it a lot. And I think the reason people probably praise it like they do is because, like, dude, that movie dug itself out of a really, really, really big hole. Yeah. Uh, what, like about that gag with the, what about the gag with the dog that gets sewn into her stomach? That was yeah. gnarly, dude. Gnarly. Yeah. And by the way, to the chat, because some people have said this before, Gary gets a writing credit for Revelations. He would rather not. He's openly spoken on many podcasts I've listened to him on. He gave them a treatment for Revelations that he really liked. And Doug Bradley even was like, okay, that's not bad. And then the studio perverted the fuck out of it. So that final that final script, that ain't, that ain't Gary's script. <laughs> uh, Nick said that Evil Dead franchise is better than the Halloween franchise. That doesn't no, sound like a Halloween fanatic thing to say. No, I didn't actually. I said that... <laughs> Every Evil Dead movie is objectively very good to great, whereas there are some stinkers in the Halloween franchise. Granted, there's only four Evil Dead movies, and how many Halloween movies? About to be 13. So quality is in Evil Dead's favor. Absolutely. Halloween's still my favorite. But But he's saying better. Well, I mean... Objectively. If I had... Okay, if I had to put... What's the big deal about saying that? I didn't say that, though. That's the thing. Like but you, I, ca- you, you kind of are, but in a sense, right? What I'm saying is that Evil Dead doesn't have a miss. Halloween does have a miss or two. But Evil Dead would probably have a miss or two if it had 13 movies as well. So it's I, I can't really compare the two. That's why every time I talk about Evil Dead, I compare Evil Dead to Scream. Because they both have... <laughs> well, Evil Dead's about to have five movies. Dude, they're so. already making troll accounts. <clears throat> Good. Uh, Evil Dead's about to have five movies, so yeah, I, I could compare those two. I mean, I, if I look at it, it's like with the four Evil Dead movies, like would I put four Halloween movies up against it? Yeah, probably. The original, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, Halloween 5, yeah, fucking sue me. I don't give a shit. Um, Halloween 6, uh, Halloween 3, yeah, I would take those, f- I would say those five. Yeah, I, I would give the edge to Halloween, but I'm just saying the Evil Dead doesn't have any misses. And Halloween does. Like, I can't lie and say Resurrection's a good movie. It's not. It's not. Uh, well, Nick, um, let's refresh people's memory on something. We're going to talk about this. Uh, I like to discuss box office. You like to discuss box office. Oh, no. Uh, let's let's set the record straight really quick. Um, Christian, don't do this. It went. It's going to Peacock. <laughs> we, this, there's an addendum. Uh, let's set the record straight really quick, guys. Oh, uh, let me make sure we've got the page pulled up. Uh, so this is Nick uh, on a previous episode of the podcast. This is this is null. All right. If this movie does less money than Halloween Kills, 
I will get a tattoo on my tank. Now, I, I still think you're in good standing on this bet. I don't see why you're nervous despite the Peacock deal. This is this is a bigger deal than Halloween Kills. This is Halloween Ends. Ends is such a profound word. Ends yes. is such a a urgent word. I think you're in good standing. I think you have nothing to worry about. Your taint's not going to get saturated with ink. Uh, why are you nervous? I'm 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 in I'm putting money on you. Okay. In a perfect world, you're right. Even with it going to Peacock, the chances are still good that this will do better than Kills because Kills got review bombed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there you go. Um, Kills got review bombed, and this is promising to be the end for Laurie Strode, so you would think that finality will bring more people out than Kills. So I probably still could be right. Um, But I said this working off of the assumption that it wasn't going to streaming. I mean, I still though. but I don't know if it will now, Christian, because I'm worried that this movie is going to get dragged when it comes out. Like, I'm really worried this movie's going to get dragged. <laughs> like, I told you the other day, I got the nitty gritty details about the ending. And I was like, really? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I'm nervous. And I'm afraid that this movie's going to come out. It's going to be just like Kills. People are going to go out opening weekend. The word of mouth is going to be shit, even though I liked kills. And you're not going to want to see, see a lot of people go out the following weekend. I'm really worried about it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think you're, you're nervous naturally, but I, I actually think that this one's going to outperform it. And I'll tell you why. I think it's got it because we're farther away from the bad word that gets videos shadow bans. I'm not going to say it, but it was something that made us all stay home. Okay. And I think this is my opinion. I think initially I will never agree. I was going to joke. I'm not going to. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being serious about this. I will Blum. never agree that Blumhouse and Universal were like, Oh my God, we got negative reviews on Halloween kills. We better put it on streaming. That's ridiculous. Nope. How many shitty movies did we watch in the theater before COVID? Well, I said it now. How many shitty movies? There did we, we go. Watch? You know, how many shitty movies? You think anybody cares about <laughs> critic reviews? No. I think it was a publicity play to a very big extent. Hey, look, there's not a lot of movies that are going straight to, to theaters right now. We probably don't need to be the sacrificial lamb to get slaughtered by the with P bad PR on this, let's give them the availability to watch us at home. Yeah. And I think they're doing it now because they are pressuring, putting pressure to build Peacock as well. But I think that people are more comfortable now. They've got seven vaccinations. They've gotten <sighs> COVID 12 times. Their body's finally dealing with it. Yeah. I think more people will be at the theater. That's what I think. Despite the fact I have talked about, if you give me the option to watch it at the house, you're damn right. That's probably what's going to happen. That's not what I want to do with this movie. I, I want to go see it at the theater. I'm, if I don't see it opening night, I take my mom to see it because she likes Halloween. So I take her to the theater to see it. But I think more people will be at the theater. Could be wrong, but that's my two cents. So I think I don't think you're getting a tattoo. You're right. More people are going to go out to the theater. I mean, we've, we've seen, you know, no matter – how seriously or not seriously you take the the c word um i think most people at this point have had it have you know gotten the v word we can't say the v word either christian you know that's a whole controversy in and of itself 
um, have had it, have taken steps to, you know, whatever. And now we have treatments for it and stuff. So like a lot like movie business, like barbarian, for example, a movie that had little to no marketing, 10 million opening weekend, original horror movie with no, um, marketing, like, more people are going out to theaters. That is absolutely positively true. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm worried that Kills really soured some of the casual moviegoers, which is a bummer because so? I liked it. I, yeah, I do. I worry that that happened. And I don't think it should have. I think that Halloween Kills was exactly what it sold itself as. It was just bombastic, over-the-top, gore-fest, Michael Myers, no motive, killing everyone in Haddonfield. That's lit. You watch the fucking trailer, and in the trailer, it was like Michael Myers comes out of a burning house and kills a team of firefighters. Like, that was the movie you were getting. So, like, they gave you what they sold you. I think a lot of people after 2018 were like, well, I wanted to see Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers again. And it's like... So regardless of that, I do think it will turn some people off, but I don't know. It's going to be hard. Halloween Kills opening weekend domestically was $49.4 million. Mm. I don't know if ends does that. I You know how trends go with horror franchises specifically. They trend downward sequel they after do. sequel. They do not go up. So like they go up at the beginning, you know, when these franchises start. And then after a few movies, that fatigue sets in. And we'd be lying to ourselves if we said there wasn't fatigue after kills. There is. You see the discourse online. There, there is fatigue. So I'm wondering if that's going to set in at the box office. It's not going to tank. It's going to make $100 million stateside or close to it. Like, it's going to be successful. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm worried. I hear you. I'm, I am very confident. Very confident that we will uh, outperform it. I, I don't like when you talk about general people, the people that I know that watch it that aren't fans. And this is obviously it's, it's, it's somewhat of a circular argument, but like the people that aren't hardcore fans and just watch them every now and again, they all told me they liked the Halloween kills. Oh. It's like that kind of stuff about evil dies night chance. It's like them being casual and like being, people that outlive us that kind of cringe stuff it, like it doesn't even register to them like i'm serious like i have friends at work that watch it and they're like yep, that shit was bloody as hell man i fucking loved it i live in the country so that's what it sounds like but they don't say they kept saying evil dies tonight they don't say that i um, wonder if it's like i wonder if like the casual just naivety about the series that kind of stuff doesn't even register to them i mean i have a different perspective of it because my younger brother liked 2018. He hasn't seen every Halloween movie, but uh, he liked 2018, and so did my mom. And my mom saw the first three movies in theaters back, way back in the day. She loved the first two. She went and saw three. She was one of those people. Walked to the yeah. theater. What the fuck was that? Um, and she was turned off after that. She liked mm -hmm. H2O uh, mm -hmm. when that came out. I don't think she saw it in theaters, but she did like it. She liked 2018. Um I remember showing her 2018 like a year after it came out and I was trying to sell her on it. I'm like, mom, you'll like this. You like H2O and you like the first two movies. Like this is, you know, Jamie Lee and Michael Myers. And I showed it to her and, you know, typical mom as we're watching at multiple points where she's like, <gasps> and like jumps and stuff. And then, you know, so you can tell it's working for her. And then after the movie, she goes, that was really good. I really liked that. Then I showed her Halloween kills. Same thing with my brother. Both of them. Nah, don't. Nah. Fair enough. 
And I think that it's the connective tissue. Uh, I really do think it's as simple as people, <clears throat> people shit on this all day. Us horror fans on social media will say this all the time that we're tired of this. We're tired of that. But I really think it's the tissue of Jamie Lee Curtis. Those types of people, they want to see her versus Michael. Like right. that's just, that's what they know. It's so popular in pop culture. It's ingrained in them. So like when they go see a Halloween movie, they're like, all right, where's Lori? Like, this is his kryptonite. Like, and when she's not there, they're like, that movie wasn't for me. I don't care about any of these other characters. So I don't know. Well, I'm doing a little poll. Peacock and theaters. People want to know. I'll, I'll, I'll update you on the poll. For some reason, it doesn't show up in StreamYard. I don't know why. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Nick, somebody was talking about Barbarian. I, I am very, I didn't know Justin Long was in Barbarian. I like Justin Long. Yes, sir. Somebody said it made 10 million over I the did. weekend. Yeah, it made 10 how million. Did, how did it make $10 million? Good word of mouth. It, it absolutely positively had to be good word of mouth. Like, there's, and that's not, it wasn't marketed. And even the marketing that you, and even the marketing that you got, was so vague, like, Oof. yeah, I'm telling you, it people are saying it's good. Yeah, I've heard a lot of that, and I've heard the third act. People are comparing it to Malignant. No shit. Oh, I, I don't know what me. that means. Uh, I think it means crazy bombastic third act that comes out of left field. Uh, don't spoil it. Don't be a dick. But is that pretty much to anybody that's seen it? Is that accurate? Are they comparing it to Malignant because it goes way off the rails? in a fun batshit crazy way. Cause I'm looking at the chat. I'm waiting for someone to confirm that because people are caught comparing <laughs> it to malignant. Oh, yes. Alexis says yes. Okay. So Christian, and I will probably like it then. Cause we both really like malignant. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that barbarian. What studio is that? Do you remember? Is that a 24? Oh, no, no. Is that Sony. Google. Let me Google it. Uh, let's see. I don't, maybe it's Sony. Uh, Barbarian. I think it's technically Disney. It's technically Disney. Right? Yeah, it's it Fox. Yeah, it's Fox. You're kidding. No. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, 20th century. You're kidding, man. I'll be a son of a bitch. Uh, so we've got Skarsgård in there. Uh, Zach Kreger. Georgina Campbell. Justin Long. Matthew Patrick Davis. Richard, Richard Brakes in that? Dude, Richard breaks in this. What a what a cast. Yeah. Uh 92% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Uh audience score is 74. So it, that that's interesting. The uh same thing as malignant, bro. Same uh, thing as malignant. The audiences don't get it as much, it seems, uh, without as much as the uh critics got it. Horror fans are prudish? No. No. Well, sometimes you, it's the opposite, man. Sometimes uh, the critics are a little too up, 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 uppity about it, and the audience is like, "Look, man, that was a fun movie. What do y'all want?" I think you know? I think it's more of the casual horror fans a little prudish. The casual horror fans a little like, "What the fuck is this?" Like they they like the formulaic. When you, you kind of go off the rails, they're like, "Uh, what?" You know what? I can't stand hearing anymore. Like honestly, dude, that movie wasn't even scary. Oh my like God. if I hear, you know what I mean? Like, can we all oh, agree? Yeah. Can we all agree? Like, like in the chat, can we all agree? Like, that's a little tired. I'm a grown ass man. Not much scares me anymore. Like, it doesn't need to be scared. What is your definition of scary? It didn't make me jump. Well, that's not scary to me. Scary to me is white knuckle. 
scary to me is I'm like, oh, what the fuck is about to happen? Like the first time I watched the autopsy of Jane Doe in the dark at like three in the morning. And I hear that damn bell coming down the hallway. And I know it's on the foot of a corpse. And I'm like, what is about to happen? That's scary to me. Scary to me is Zelda and Pet Cemetery. Rachel. That's scary to me. Get under my skin. Like, make on a primal level. Freak me the fuck out. Like, X, when she's in the fucking water, swimming in the fucking gators coming by. That shit is suspenseful. That shit Very is like, suspenseful. oh, yeah. God, no. Like, your mind goes there. That's scary to me. Theater of the mind. Play with my head. Play with my expectations. Set me up just to pull the rug out from under me. That's mm. scary to me. Not this whole, oh, he came around the corner and went boogity. Like, yeah, no shit. That's not scary. That was the fucking 2000s. And that horror trend didn't last very long because it sucked. Not all of it sucked, but yeah, no. Scary is a very subjective term. So yeah, I fucking hate when people say that. Like, yeah. It's not scary. Uh, people are, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. People are saying Barbarian is very good. Uh, it looks like Alexis said that the movie... It gave her a little bit of suspense a few times in the film as well. So uh, very exciting. Dude, there are people making somebody, somebody is making troll accounts right now. Yeah. Said, Nick, you should, you should take this. Caught me off guard. You should take this as an absolute badge of honor, Nick. Somebody. Oh, made yeah. Dancing, dancing Nick. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I know who it is. And my money says it's Jaden Christopher. Hey, well, you know, I have a feeling it's him. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But no, I mean, it's like that shit scared me so much when I was a kid. My mom would walk around the house and be like, Rachel. Like she would do it all the time because it freaked her out too. And like the leprechaun scared my older brother. So my mom would walk around the house and be like, I want me gold. Like just because my mom, she was like that. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that shit's freaky to me. Like the conjuring, that movie scared me. Not in a jump scare sense, and just like a primal, like, oh my god, it's very suspenseful, yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. So, like, give me more of that shit. I mean, god, yeah, dancing Nick, that's right. Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Nick, I mean, you're a star. What can I say? People are, uh, they're. Um. You are you're in their hearts and minds right now. I think I've hit it big. I really don't think I, there's anywhere to go but up from here. Honestly, I something like that. Uh, let's talk about uh, Ty West. Let's talk about Ooh. Ty West and Mia Goth. We got a lot going on. Good news in in my estimation. Uh, what's going on? He's already has this trilogy been planned from the start. Yes, you think? Yeah, he said I, that. He said that earlier this year. He said that. What happened was they just had X and they were, you know, dealing with the C word lockdowns and quarantine and whatnot. So he had more time to flush out more ideas before they went behind cameras. And he thought, what if I do a prequel too? And when he was writing the prequel, he came up with the idea for an entire trilogy. And he went to A24 and the word was that they greenlit X and the prequel, gave him the budget for both to shoot those back to back. And then based off of performance, they would greenlit the sequel to X and make it a trilogy. Well, X makes $14.5 on a, what, $3 million budget? Uh, pretty Amazing. nice return on profit. And Pearl, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say he's going to do even more than that, uh, especially with the positive word of mouth from X. I think Pearl, you're probably going to see $20, $30 million, um, And I think they know that. So they were like, all right, we'll let you do the trilogy. Uh, but I've got to say to people that are wondering, it is not 
it hasn't filmed yet. It has just been it just got officially greenlit. That's so fantastic. It'll be out next year though. So that's that's the plan. But yeah, Ty West said in an interview earlier this year he the idea was a trilogy, but they had only moved forward with the prequel and X, and they were kind of seeing how things go. So yeah, yeah I ordered myself a pearl poster, and uh, I'm gonna put it up. Uh, I'm getting a bunch of frames this weekend. Christian won't get off my back about framing the Halloween poster. I probably have like a dozen posters I need to frame. So I'm going to get some posters. I'm going to frame them and we'll have the uh, Pearl and the X side by side. I'll probably put those behind me for the next few weeks just to, uh, but I got to say, Christian, I love that art for the Maxine promo. I love it. Yeah, I did too. I saw X. Yeah. Uh, So the only only thing I wanted to comment about on, um, Pearl and hey, really quick, people in the chat that are talking about the movie Bad Dreams, it's fantastic. It's from 1988. Check that movie out. Uh, one thing I found interesting was uh, I, I'm interested, really excited for Pearl now because I'm expecting it to be the same kind of movie. But Mick Garris, a uh, great director, I love him. I love to interview him on the podcast one day. He said this on his Instagram You've got something great to look forward to next week. Ty West is totally unexpected, unexpected prequel to X hits theaters. Pearl is not at all what you may anticipate, and it's all the better for it. So that has me, uh, on the quite frankly, on the edge of my seat, wondering, is this not going to be like this brutal, dark slasher film? Is it not going to be a straight-ahead story that we probably all have in our minds? Uh, I guess only time will tell, but I love hearing stuff like that because God knows I'm... Dude, X... I. It's either Men or X that are my favorite movies. Is my favorite horror movie of the year so far. But, dude, I am so like the. This is amazing. Like, honestly, the fact that it's like, you know, usually in when you're watching a horror movie within 15, 20 minutes, if you're gonna like it, you know, you you got a good sense. And when I was watching X in the theaters, I was like, this is fucking awesome. So just the fact that people were like, dude, he's got a prequel already filmed. It's like, fuck, dude, this is awesome. It's like I don't know how these people are getting the power to do this kind of shit, but. Let's go. I mean, let's fucking go. Now I'm I'm bummed out that Maxine hasn't already been filmed. I wish it was already filmed. Now I gotta yeah. wait for it. Yeah, you know? no. And here's the thing too that's crazy for me personally is just from that promo to like get you hype and announce it. I just feel like Maxine's gonna be my favorite. Like it's the '80s, bro. Like Hollywood in the '80s. And and I, I had a lot of people. I literally had people DM me and ask me like, where do you think the story can go? And I said, oh, it's simple. I mean, this is it's fucking very- awesome. This is good. And this, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm excited. Just, it's, it's simple. I mean, Maxine at the end of X and throughout X, her whole purpose, her whole goal was to become a fucking star. Star. That's what she wanted. And so we're going to pick up years after X. And guess what? She's going to be in Hollywood trying to become a star. And maybe she goes a little crazy herself and does anything and everything to succeed and takes out anyone and every anything in her way. Like, and becomes a little homicidal like uh, Pearl did. And maybe at the end of Maxine, you kind of see them as, wow, they were very similar. Like Pearl was saying in X, I was like you. Like, to see that come full circle, I I really think, I already know we're going to get a bunch of scenes of Maxine doing fucking blow and, you know, just... I mean, hamming it up in Hollywood in the 80s. And yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm... I'm fucking down. I, I just I have a feeling there's something about that. I mean, it's so fucking stereotypical, but there's something about that. It's just like the 80s, man, that aesthetic, that time, the music, the the all of it, all of yeah. it. Like, I just have a feeling that that's going to be my favorite one. 
So I'm I'm fucking pumped. Like A24, thank you for finally doing sequels and like doing a fucking like a trilogy, not just a fucking sequel. Like you're like, nah, we're doing three and we're gonna have all three out in less than two years. That's awesome. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What really excites me is really quick. We got uh, 90 some odd people in here. Thank you for guys for watching the You Need Our Podcast Live. Please drop a like on the stream. What really excites me about Maxine is I feel like Ty West is going to give us the unglossy cinematic 80s aesthetic way better than I mean, here's the thing, Nick. I, I talk or excuse me, talk. I listen to Sean's pod Clark's podcast when stranger things hit and granted those guys live that time and maybe they are a little burnt on it and they don't want to deal with 80s aesthetic every day anymore but they the whole episode they were all saying dude i lived that time this is not reflective of that time could and it's like it's hard to argue that with them because they were there we weren't but i feel like if that's the case then a lot of the stuff that's done today is probably maybe sensationalized sensationalized whatever the word is a little too much and making it a little too glossy and i have a feeling that ty west is probably going to replicate that look better and more realistic and grittier if she goes to la that's one thing did it, it, but if she i really hope she goes to new york but i doubt that's going to happen she'll probably be going to la sunset strip and all that but I have a feeling West is going to absolutely murder 80s aesthetic. True, better than uh, half of the Hollywood shit happening today. So, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I, I I'm 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 very very excited for it, and I think that it, there there's nobody better than Ty West. For I mean, just because he nailed the 70s, all accounts say he's nailing the time period that Pearl set in. And again, same thing with X. It was very, um, yeah, might have, he might have been. It was very, um, it was, it wasn't glossy either. It was dirty. It was grimy. You know, it. I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. Um, let's see. You need a second, Nick. I can pull up the uh, dancing video. Yeah, sorry, it's it's work. They're asking me a question. Okay, well, while he's doing that, guys, let me look at your comments and I'll respond. Oh, Akeem, thank you. We got a four ninety nine super chat. I got a chance to see an early screening of Pearl. I love the movie more than X. You're kidding me. Wow. Well, thank you very much for the four ninety nine super chat, Akeem. That's very exciting. Uh, I'm jelly that I couldn't see. Um, I couldn't see Pearl early, but. If that comes out this weekend, you can bet your bottom dollar Saturday. I will be there watching Pearl. I'm very excited for that. Comes out Thursday. I got Thursday. my tickets for Thursday at 7. Yeah, I, I work Thursday and Friday night, so I'll have to wait till Saturday. But I'm very excited. Uh, but it's sad. Like, I'm more excited for Maxine at this point. Dude, I just. I know. <laughs> fuck. Uh, thank like, you very much. Why do you have to team? announce Maxine right before Pearl comes out? After opening weekend, announce it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining, really. Uh, so everybody, we got uh, we're right at a hundred now. Good to see everybody in here. Let's let's speculate on, or let's look at this rather. Uh, so last episode, me and Nick looked at the Halloween ends mask, and we thought it looked a little ridiculous. Uh, and if you look right above my head, you'll see the uh, the trick or treat promo sh- 
image of the mask. And we speculated on how much worse the actual product would look. Well, Nick, this mask is already out and about. It is showing up in stores. Have you seen it in spirit? I haven't, but I saw an image on Twitter that I pulled for the show. This is an image of the Halloween ends cream mask at oh, Party City. You. Cream. Thoughts and impressions. Are you? Are you? Do you need a second? I mean, it looks, <laughs> it looks closer to the image than the kills mask did. But you know what? I thought the same. I honestly yeah. thought the same. Look at the price tag on that. $80? Fuck that. Is, Fuck am, I, you. am I reading that right, Nick? Look below it. Yeah, the, you uh, are. You are. Is you that got the 60? tops down there. Yeah. Is that 60 for the Halloween 3 or is that 82? Yeah, they, they, like they go for 60 at Party City. I know that because I was at Party City last week and they had the tots Halloween 3s and they were 60. What the hell is going on here? Well, they, it, I mean, guys, it, people have to take into account that the mask is supposed to look like it's moldy. He's been presumably living in a sewer for God knows how long, a few years. Um, so it's supposed to look moldy. So it's actually kind of supposed to look kind of shitty like that. Um, but, I mean, we'll see how it comes across in the movie, but... I do think that that I, I think that's closer to the picture than kills was. I mean, yeah. I mean, guys, what does everybody think about it? I don't know. The price tag is kind of, I wouldn't scary. pay $80 for that. Fuck How much yeah. is it on trick or treat studios? It, it's probably similar. I don't know. Maybe 60. Well, while we're talking, we may as well look since we have the ability. I mean, I mean, Piz said he's buying one. Yeah. I think he really wants it, but he's uh he's playing it up, you know, like I'll get one so you guys don't have to get one. But I think Piz is a secret closet Halloween kills fanatic and ends fanatic, and he's really buying it because he wants it. I mean, thoughts and speculations on that. Um <laughs> I do think that upon rewatch he probably didn't hate kills as much. He loves it. There's, there's no way he, but I don't think he's looking forward to ends. I really don't. <laughs> now, Nick, I, I, I thought that you would love this for some reason. The Halloween pumpkin pail. Is that something you're interested in? I mean, yeah, it's a replica. I have that tattoo on my arm. So yeah, you know, I just thought that was cute. Not a bad price point. seventeen ninety nine for that. No, All right, let's, let's see if we can find the Halloween ends mask. Uh, we've got kills right there. Here's ends. Um, let's just look it up. Let's see what it is on the site because I'm wondering how much of a markup. Oh my God, Nick. What? It's the same online. You'd think that they'd be marking it up a little bit in the stores because it's, there's a middleman, but it's $80. You're better just getting it at the store. So you don't have to pay shipping. Dude, what's what? going on? Like, what is happening? Like, why did these masks? What are you doing to this country, Jason Blum? Dude, God. do you? I, I, Nick, am I going crazy, or did we used to pay sixty dollars? Yeah, for oh, that, the, that was the, the Halloween Six mask, like yes. when it came out. Somebody tell me what's going on here. I, I'm just at a loss. We got 102 people in here, guys. Tell me what the hell is going on. 
with these prices. Yeah, oh my god. You're gonna open a fucking wormhole, Christian. I mean what I mean this is ridiculous. A hundred and almost a hundred bucks now. It'll be, I think be- it's I think it's as simple as they know that people will buy it. They know people will pay those prices. They've shown that they'll pay the price for $60. They've shown that they'll pay for a rehaul of a mask. They know people will buy it. They just know they will. So if, yeah, and Ben says because it'll sell out. I mean, yeah, it, it's another thing like that. They know that there's going to be enough people that pay for it that they're going to pay it. They're going to pay it regardless. And that's just the way it works, unfortunately. Uh, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, when you have a product that you know people are going to buy and you know you'll sell out of it, you know the demand will be high, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck it. We'll just we'll, we'll mark it up. Who's gonna? They're not going to not buy it, and they're right. You and me won't go buy it, but little Jimmy that just got into Halloween and Halloween Ends was his favorite Halloween movie, he's going to go buy it. Oh, yeah. He's going to go buy it. I don't know, Nick. This just doesn't look like $80 to me. It's not. I mean, it's certainly a step above. I mean, I, I, it is better I, than kills. Yes. It, well, I was going to say this, too. I get it, guys. This, we're above the rubies era now. And the one thing that the show Shark Tank has made me learn, Nick, that really pisses me off. Have you watched Shark Tank before? No, but I'm familiar with it. Well, it's a really good show. It, it's a really good show. Ever since I started the candle business, I've been watching Shark Tank, right, for business tips. <laughs> but the one thing Shark Tank has made me learn is what it costs to make something as opposed to what somebody sells it for. Mm-hmm. And that's what that that's where you have to have what they call good margins. I would probably be absolutely fucking pissed if I found out what it costs to make these masks and what they're charging, it's probably disgusting. Ask and Chris Nelson. Chris Nelson will tell you. And, and yeah, it, I I honestly think they can make these mass produced for probably fourteen to fifteen dollars. I'm sorry, seriously, yeah. and then maybe an extra all in. I don't know if they get the paint jobs are done afterwards or how they do this. Like all in. These are probably sitting right at about 20, maybe 20, somewhere between $20, $25. We have to pay 80 for them. I mean, we they don't have to, and we're not going to. They but, didn't yeah. used to but what kills me is they didn't used to charge. I wonder if they're charging more for this because of all the cream they had to put on it. Are they charging us for uh, the? And what is it? Like, yeah. what the fuck is it? It looks like marshmallow cream. We already, we, we know what that is, Christian. That's uh, Corey Cunningham. Yeah, spe- yeah. Spoiler, guys. <laughs> Him and Corey get really close in this movie. Okay, and yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. It's absurd. It's absurd. Like, it, I I see people in the chat talking about it. Like, I mean, all over the world, literally all over the entire world, inflation is high. It's just like become a symptom of everybody's economy shutting down for two years. Like it, it is what it is. Like we're all dealing with that right now, but I don't think that's the reason this mask is priced that high. Right. I, I really don't. I really don't. I simply think it's damn. These new Halloween movies are doing well and people are buying the shit out of our masks. What well, if we like charge them more and make more a, money? We've got a problem, Nick. We got a serious problem. 
What? Uh, we have disrespected Michael Myers too much tonight. What? Oh, my God. Is that oh. Corey or is that Michael? <laughs> oh, this is Michael. He's quiet. We got hey, Michael, Michael. Myers. We got Michael no, Myers Co- on the Corey? show. It's Corey. It's Corey. Corey. Well, Corey, man, you left the sewer. Or is this the sewers? Where where are we tonight? Did you replicate the piss owl lair in the sewers? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we got Corey I, Cunningham on the show. I just want to mention that this is a much better movie. Damn, Corey. This uh, is a much better movie. Gee, than Halloween did, Kills. It, Corey. Yeah. Andy. Did you hear did you hear Christian say that he thinks your friend Piz Owl is a secret Halloween kills? Fan? I think we I I have spec there's speculation going on. Talk of the town is that Piz Owl is he rewatched Halloween Kills and he fucking loved it. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. <laughs> there's a chance. Um, it's gonna happen soon. <laughs> do you do you okay so you, when you called in last week, you were you were kind of talking to us about how you don't want people to believe the fake news media when it comes to what people are trying to portray you as and and trying to portray your role in this movie as. So, you know, how how are you feeling about how they're portraying you? You know, how do you feel about how the fan base is receiving the inclusion of your character? You know, I'm really it bothers me on a personal level. Because when I chose to put on the mask, um, I did it out of uh, respect for Michael Myers. So here's the thing when it comes to the mask. Michael did not want me to borrow this mask. I stole it from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I have my own mask in the movie. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a clown mask. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you prefer your mask or Michael's mask? This is this this mask has power Mm -hmm. and um, it imbues me with a a, a special power. And Mm -hmm. um, but I still prefer Friday the 13th, the new beginning. You know, I, I modeled myself after Roy. Because I want to be the Roy of the Halloween series. Well, you know, Corey, that's another guy that gets a bad rap. He was just a caring dad that really just wanted to do right by his son because people wronged his son, you know? I can respect your plight, Corey. I really can. It's true. You know, all, all I ever did was try to be a good babysitter. And all it took was one kid to die on my watch. And now I'm a pariah. Mm-hmm. Just one kid died. That's it. Just the one. Just the Just one. one. I mean, come on. Cut me some slack. Uh, well, you, you know Christian and I are in your corner. And uh, we I will be. And we'll, we'll continue to fight the good fight. We will. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, thank you. I really appreciate the support. Uh, uh, hashtag Team Corey has been trending on Twitter all day. Yes, it has. I noticed that. Uh, Corey, uh, there's a lot of speculation that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be responsible for the box office of this film. Any comment on that? <laughs> Everybody's going to see this movie because of me, because of Corey. 
That's just the truth of the matter. There you go, guys. Corey has spoken. He is here. He called in last week. Uh, on Unito, we get the best of the guests. So we have Corey in studio. Uh, what can we say? He's here, Corey. It's good to have you here. Is this your first public interview since uh, the filming of the, of the film? It is. It is, as a matter of fact. Yes, I, I, I wanted... You guys have shown me so much love and support <laughs> that I wanted this to be where I, you know... Uh, my home, so to speak. My home away from the sewer, so to speak. Yes, yes. Well, we're, we're glad to have you, man. Uh, it's been great, Corey. Um, uh, so Halloween 5 has had a big impression. I mean, excuse me, Friday the 13th <laughs> Part 5 has had a massive impression on you. I don't know about Halloween. Well, we'd like to get Corey Cunningham's thoughts on Halloween 5, but Friday 5 has always had a big impression on you. Um, so Roy, he speaks to you on some, some, some level, I assume. Then. Roy is the dad I wish I had. Um, Roy is truly a caring father and he's been sort of maligned by the, the, the liberal media as well. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair. It's not fair. Damn right. Uh, what can you do about it, man? I don't know. Uh, but Corey, I, I, since we're on the topic, Halloween five, is there anything about that film that you, uh, relate to at all? Or maybe, (laughs) um, personal favorite of nicks i I like halloween five just fine i really appreciate uh donald pleasance's performance in that one he was (laughs) he was clearly drunk the entire time yes and and, and i completely understand why yeah you know i I always say man if you're gonna do it just go all out donald really sold you know he sold it he's supposed to be a drunken psychopath by that point and he you know donald said hey i'm just gonna get drunk on set every day i I mean what what an actor i mean just selling out for the role it's called method acting. I did a bit of mm-hmm. method acting on the set as well. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of my character has a relationship with Allison in the film. Of course, that's Lori's granddaughter. And yes. I kept asking the actress if we could re- rehearse the lovemaking scene over and over again. Oh. Uh, you know, to be method, of course. And yeah. um, eventually she caved. And, uh, you know, we did. So that was my mm. method acting for Halloween ends. Now, did you do any real murdering of cast or crew or, you know, just normal passerbys to get into the role? You know, to step your method acting up to a whole nother level where you're just like, you know what? I might have to do the real thing just so I can portray this on screen. That's an excellent question, Nick. Um, and the answer is yes. Um, I spent a lot of time lurking in the bushes outside of several people's homes. Um, I spent a lot of time in the sewer, of course. I mean, a lot of time in the sewer. Naturally. Uh, of course. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was a, there was a lot of preparation for the role. One second, guys. Hey, Pizzal, what's up, man? I'm actually live right now on the podcast. Can I give you a call back? You got it, man. Sorry, Pizzal's calling me. I'm trying to conduct some business behind the scenes. Sorry about that, Corey. I don't mean to be rude. He seems like a good guy. He does, but uh, his reviews, man. I, I just don't know. Corey, your thoughts on his reviews of uh, films like Halloween Kills? 
Well, I mean, he was very... Um, was he fair? I, I thought it was fair and balanced. He was, I mean, you know... I, I thought it was fair and balanced. I know he didn't like the film, but I think Halloween Ends will make it... will will we'll, uh, rekindle his love of the series. Yeah, I gotta say, Chris, Corey. Uh, I gotta say, Corey. The mix between your natural hair and the hair on top <laughs> is giving this amazing mullet look. That uh, my achy breaky heart. That's all I gotta say. You know. Well, it's something that we're working on for the next iteration of Halloween. Will Tots be? Oh. Will Tots be doing that one as well? I'm currently in talk with Trick or Treat Studios about uh, licensing the mask for them. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I can only imagine the up costs on that on that hair they'll have to do for that mask. Mm, yeah, it, this it, economy it's not going to be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Corey, um, I, it's good to have you here, man. I, I don't know what to say. It's uh, this is a, a pleasant surprise that you are gracious with your presence tonight. Like I, you know, anytime you guys want me on, like I said, this is like a second home to me. This is a home away from the sewer, your channel. And uh, I appreciate the support. Again, you guys have really been there for me. Um, it, it's not been easy. You know, when when the media really turns on you, um, it, it they're vicious. They're vicious. And um, I just really appreciate the support that you guys have shown me. Absolutely. It really means a lot. And Absolutely. just know that... You know, we are more than willing to take you up on that offer to the sewer. We just don't know which sewer you're at. So you'll have to reach out to one of us, DM us an address. Because Christian and I, after last week's show, we were like, we were going to go, but we didn't know which sewer. And you end up in the wrong sewer and you get eaten by a clown. And so, those Google you know, Maps, they never update those Google Maps. You know, yeah. how, you know how that is. Well, you have to be careful in, cer in certain sewers because, you know, like, like you said, there's clowns in the sewer, there's alligators in the sewer, um, or you might stumble upon Michael Myers in the sewer. You never, or me, you never know. I yeah. can't, I, I'm not going to publicly announce which sewer it is because I don't need that kind of attention. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll DM you guys and give you the exact coordinates. Right. Well, I know yeah. you have, I know you have next personal information, so feel free yeah. to hit him up. Um, Corey, if you have a second, we have a couple questions for you. Uh, people sure. want to know your thoughts on the off-gassing situation from Scream Factory as of late. You know, I think it's a sad thing. Um, you know, you're spending a lot of money on these these things, and they come with this nasty sludge on the inside. I don't, I, you know, I still support Scream Factory, but, I, you know, I don't know. It. Uh, they should have made. They should have publicly apologized for the off gassing. They really should have. Well, Corey, I've, I've got to say, uh, I don't I hate to put you on the spot, but you know the chat was saying this. Christian said this too. We don't want to speculate. You know, we are not the fake news media. We want to report on real things. So we want to get this from the horse's mouth here. A lot of people are saying that on that mask, that they're mass producing and selling that white stuff is how should you say an extension of. Corey himself um, from one of his body parts is 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 that actually familiar it's not 100% accurate um there is some accuracy there but it's not that's that's all I'll say it's not 100% accurate okay so we shouldn't run with that because it's not okay okay again, there's minutia there guys again the liberal media takes the, the tiniest bit of truth 
Mm-hmm. And they and run with it. They run with it. They, 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 they create mountains out of molehills, and it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. Well, we'll wait to see the movie October 14th to find out just exactly what is on that mask because we don't want to misinform the people. It's very important no. to us on this show, you know. Uh, Corey, there's a question here. Um, I won't read it out loud. If you want to take a second to think about it, if you, respond, <laughs> if you want to pass on the question, you can pass on the question. Totally up to you. This is an R-rated show. I don't know. what I, What is a nussy? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Uh, Nick's more than half. Nick is an expert in. Oh, um, oh I'm an expert in, in uh, biology. <clears throat> so, Corey, there's there's a trend going around right now with the kids, you know, kids these days um, sure. <clears throat> that anything that looks like a female's nether regions, um, mm-hmm. they will whatever part of that body part, not the nether regions, but other part of it, it is they'll put that letter of whatever that body part is. So neck, the first letter, and then the ending of what that body part is. So neck, female body part, nussy. They're saying that Pinhead has a neck that looks like a woman's birth canal. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Thoughts on that? I think it's absolutely disgusting. And I think Alexis clearly has just a filthy mind. She's a pervert. And um, only a pervert would come up with a word like nussy. I don't, you know, that is who the the media should be focusing on. Uh, Clearly, just a a raving pervert. Uh, I will second that. Can we show, uh, here's a classy film, Piz. Um, Excuse me, not Piz. I'm I'm sorry. For some reason, something flashed on the screen. It's got me all screwed up. Uh, Mm. Now, Corey, this is a classy film. We discussed this earlier. You being a um, a pioneer of not only cinema but a a, a cinema fan yourself. Uh, thoughts on Hellraiser Revelations? <laughs> classic. Excuse me. Uh, this is no laughing matter. A classic film from twenty. What was this, Nick? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah, actually, I think it was twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. You're right. A, a, a great year in horror. Uh, Corey, do you have any memories of this classic film? I, it's my personal favorite Hellraiser. That iteration of Pinhead is the only Pinhead in my book. I would yes. 100% agree. Uh, you know, people can talk about Doug Bradley all they want, but the fact of the matter is he didn't make the thumbnail of this video. So. No, no, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse <clears throat> me. <clears throat> something in my throat. Mm. <clears> throat> is something in your nussy? Something going around. Uh, you know, the, the, the media likes to get personal, but they, they, people are asking about your love life these days. That's something that I do like to keep private. Um, <laughs> I will, I will say this. I mean, since I've gotten some fame and celebrity from the film, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of, um, inquiries into my personal life and, uh, I've gotten a lot of potential suitors, uh, you know, message me on social media and whatnot. And, I, you know, I, I, I like to keep that part of my life private, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey. So, Corey, a uh, big physical media fan, obviously. Have you been able to check out your new Friday the 13th 4K yet? Not quite yet. I've been really busy down in the sewer. Um, it's really dirty down there. I don't know if you guys know, but it's really dirty down there. Very yeah, you told lot- us. 
Michael just poops in the corner? It requires a lot of cleaning down there. Um, so I've been busy with that. Um, but um, I've not had a chance to watch it just yet. I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, fan of Arby's, asked Ben Grimm, a uh, big fan of the show. <laughs> Uh, occasionally, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll get an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Um, the curly fries are, are are always pretty good. Um, right. Their mozzarella sticks are always really good <laughs> as well. So occasionally Arby's, yeah. I, I am trying to watch my weight a little bit. I mean, the premiere is coming up, I mean, and I want to I, I want to look own. good in, in in the suit and whatnot. Are you and, walking? You walking the red carpet? Yep, gonna be walking the red carpet, and oh. uh, you know. I, I want to be, uh, you know, looking as good as possible. Yeah. Um, Corey, are you a fan of Hobgoblins? Uh, Hobgoblins is uh, Hobgoblins is very synonymous with our channel. Thoughts on Hobgoblins? I think it's brilliant. Um, mm, yeah. Yeah, it, it's one of those movies that just resonates. It, it resonates. <laughs> it's an enduring classic. There's no question about it. Amen. That I think that was the peak of puppet effects i don't think oh. we've ever gotten any cl closer to that unquestionably <laughs> excuse me guys you, i apologize you all right you all right there uh sorry uh cory you're obviously uh gonna be asked the infamous question about taco bell um fan of taco bell it gives me explosive diarrhea <laughs> Mm. I, I can't yeah i can't handle it it, it, it yeah just it's explosive i can't handle it right mm. so no taco bell not for me what about kfc um, how do you feel about the colonel kfc it's, it's, it's okay in moderation mm -hmm. um uh where do we go from here nick uh <laughs> Dancing Nick wants to dance with Corey. Well, I mean, my dance bill is pretty loaded at the moment. Uh, <clears> unfortunately, <throat> Dancing Nick. But, um, you know, once I hit the convention scene, which I've already been in talks with several different conventions mm -hmm. to headline upcoming conventions. Um, you know, if uh, if you'll pay me a hundred bucks, I'll dance with you. Sure. It's all about now, the money. There, There's a rumor going around that um, you're in talks. Now, I... Again, don't want to be fake news. We want to get this right. You are in talks with Hustler Hollywood to actually have a line of Corey sex toys. Is is this right? We're we're negotiating at the moment. Yes. Um, it's you know it, it's it, we want to keep it classy though. Mm -hmm. Um. So you know it's we, it's got to be classy. These have to be toys that you can leave out for you know for, for the kids. Yeah. Well, well, no, no, no. You're you're a pervert. You're a freak. But I mean, like, you can leave them out on the shelf, and you know they're, they're just they're beautiful pieces. So, well, you know, I just mean multi-purpose. You know, sometimes there's there's a lot of uses for things, Corey. You oh, know, sometimes okay. you have to open your mind and under. You know, not yeah. everything is phallic and and just gross. You know, exactly. like yeah, exactly. I I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. We'll take one. We'll take one second, guys. Um. Let's see. Except. Well, never oh. mind. Oh. Are we are uh, we letting people field questions to Corey? Well, uh, we'll see. We'll take a call and see if uh, anybody has a question they want to give to Corey while he's here. Uh, we may not ever get him back because 
um, I was talking to his manager earlier, and it is it, it's a schedule. Let me just tell you that. So mm. yeah. we'll field a question. Well, if we get a call, uh, feel free to call into the show real quick. 318-598-1804. Call into the Unido Horror Podcast now. How hot is it under there, Corey? It's very pleasant. <clears throat> very pleasant. Call from. To accept, press one. To send. Hey, you're on the air. Yes. Yes. What you got for us? See, you're talking to Corey Cunningham. Yeah, we got him on one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, how long has he been in the sewers for? Uh, go ahead, Corey. Well, I mean, it's been a while, you know, since since the unfortunate accident while babysitting that. Again, I'm still being blamed for. It was just it was just the one kid, but for some reason now I'm like this horrible person. Uh, but that's when I first went down there, and um, I don't know. I just like it down there, to be honest. He likes it down there in the series. He's been there for a while, Quentin. Mm-hmm. Um, so there. And Michael, oh. and Michael has to yeah, have somebody caregive for him. This is- so. I want to buy it for 80 bucks. Yeah, well, if you want the Corey Cunningham exclusive mask, you've got to pay for it, unfortunately, Quentin. And uh, this is an exclusive with the new hair and everything. So, you know, just be ready because you will be paying. But, um, you know, we... I mean, the mask on the side, it kind of looks like... It kind of looks like like cream on the side of it. Uh, It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, I know. And they, I like, I heard, I saw like in the picture that they had the Halloween three silver shamrock mask. They I did mean, the witch mask. Nothing comes they close did. to Corey though. Nothing. Yeah. All right, we got one more call. We'll take Six for Corey six, Cunningham. One to send a voicemail. Hey, you're on the air. Hey. Yeah, what you got for us? Corey doing? <laughs> he's he's live on the air. You need our podcast. Just Vibing. hanging out. Just what hanging out, man. Out? Chilling with my boys. I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling. Can I? You cannot call and not have anything to say. I will boot you fast. <laughs> People get starstruck. It happens. Yeah. I, I, you, you I'm know, just core. I'm just core. Look, yeah. Look who we have on the show. I mean, of course they're going to get nervous, Christian. I mean, shit. How often do you yeah. get to talk to Corey Cunningham? We're special. You know, it makes sense. We are. Uh, Corey, again, it's great to have you, man. Um, what, what I was really upset about was that Fright Rags didn't do a line for you. They uh, only gave Michael Myers shirts, and we'll, we'll comment on that in a second. Call from Robert. Hey, Robert, you're on the air. Oh, hi. Is Corey Cunningham still on? Yes, he's right here. Got a lie. I'm right here. Um, I just want to ask him um, why Halloween Resurrection is better than most of the Halloween series. Uh, two words. Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. There you go. You hear it. Uh, we're going to be quick with the calls, but yeah, uh, Busta Rhymes. Couldn't have said that better myself. Um, yeah. Nick has come around big time. I'm very proud of him. Uh, oh, it was yeah, a long massive, journey. Massive it was a long journey. Now, Corey, are you excited for the 4K that's coming out from uh, Scream Factory? Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you mean the Halloween Resurrection one? Yeah, of course. I Resurrection. Mean, I yeah, I definitely want to see Busta, who's a good friend of mine, in uh, in 4K. Absolutely. Uh, Dangertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we'll take one more call for Corey Cunningham. 318-598-1804. Call in live to the Unit Our Podcast. <clears throat> Call from Axel Rose. <laughs> to accept. Oh, we got Axel Rose. You're on the air. Hey, uh, Corey. I know you usually don't take uh, questions for free, so I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of your work, Axel. For you. Go ahead with your question, Axel. All right. So, who do you, who do you think is better, honestly? Get the cool, gotta get the question out or I'll hang up, brother. Let's go. He's gone. He hung up. He got scared. He, he, he got scared. Can we please get one more call? Be ready to make your call. 318-598-1804. Call in live. We've got Corey Cunningham on the line ready to talk. I, I'm just a normal, regular guy who lives in the sewers and copycats Michael Myers on occasion. That's it. I'm just a regular bloke like, like you guys. Don't get yeah. starstruck. I'm, you know. You can't get more normal than that. I put my I mean, coveralls on one leg at a time, okay? Uh, I would get pissed on Alexis, but he's not home. That's what he was calling me. He needed help with uh, – we got a business proposition we're working on, and he was just trying to get some stuff. So he's not home. Oh, cool. Would have loved to have Piz on, but we got got Corey Cunningham. I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, give us one more call. We'll take well two more minutes, guys. One more yeah. call for Corey Cunningham. We got Corey Cunningham on, Alexis, on in studio. Let me talk Alexis, to Alexis the pervert. Yeah, Alexis the pervert. Call in. Talk to Alexis. Talk call to Corey. In. We'll take one more call. This is the only time we may ever have Corey Cunningham live in studio on the Unita Horror Podcast. Yeah, no. Who is it? <clears throat> call from Dalton. Hey, Dalton, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to ask Corey, how's he going to feel whenever this movie movie flops and people are going to blame him for it? <laughs> All right, Dalton. Well, hey, well, thank you for your question. We're going to let Corey respond. Thank you, brother. Okay. Uh, thank that will never happen. Okay? That will never happen. This film will make box office records. I just hope that when it's all said and done, I get some of the accolades. Do you understand? Everybody's going to go, oh, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, it's John Carpenter. Oh, Corey Cunningham. All right. Have you heard the talk? Have you heard the whispers? The the Academy. The whispers about you potentially being up for uh, an Oscar next year. Well, I... I'm really, you know, I'm trying to be humble about it, but to hell with false, false modesty, I freaking rule. All right. Mm-hmm. My performance is incredible. I've seen the film. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've watched it numerous times, uh, all five different cuts of it. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm just, I'm really good. I, I'm a great actor. That's it. I'm a great actor. Mm. Yeah. What a great way to end it right there, Nick. This has been a great fun episode. Do you have anything uh, to wrap up the show? Anything we didn't cover that we needed to? 
No, no. I, we I covered think we, uh, we, we yeah, covered Pearl. We covered uh, the the excitement about Maxine. I know Ty West has uh, been trying to reach your people, Corey. I have a little bit of inside information. We'll see where that goes down the road. Uh, the problem is Ty West doesn't have very big budget, so may not be expecting to see Corey. <laughs> Excuse I'd, me. He's uh, also <clears throat> he's, he's also love, sewer challenged. I, I'd love to work with the guy. Um, I, I would I would potentially lower my rate to work with Ty West. I respect him that much as a filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, we got the new Hellraiser coming out. Uh, there's a lot of talk and discussion about the new Hellraiser. Will it live up to Revelations? That's a big debate mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Corey, any thoughts yeah. on that? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I, you know, I, 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 I like David Bruckner. He's a good filmmaker. Um, I, I'd love to work with him as well. I know it's not going to live up to Hellraiser Revelation, so don't even, you know, let's not even... Those are very lofty standards to, to live up to. So it's not going to be on that level. I just hope it's... I just hope it's better than better. Now, speaking of... Uh, so we covered that. We covered uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of good things to look forward to. Halloween ends starring Corey Cunningham, October yep. 14th. Uh, Oscar watch. Hashtag also Oscar on, watch. Also on Peacock. Uh, we've got Pearl. We've got uh, the Halloween ends mask hitting store shelves for the, for a price of $80. Um, according to Corey, it's worth every penny. Um, what can he say? Uh, and I'm looking forward to the new mask right here. Like I said, just a lovely, lovely uh, locks on this one. I mean, look at the hair in the bag. It's just flowing. It's I, I, do, I do want to say this. I have worked so hard on this film. Just look at the bags under my eyes. <laughs> I have worked so hard on this film. So for the fans, I did this for the fans. Okay. And By the fans, I, for the fans. Exactly. By the fans, for the fans. I just hope that on October 14th, there's a lot of Team Corey members in the theater or on Peacock, you know, you know, just, you know, I'm going to get emotional here, guys. I'm sorry. Take your time. I wanted, I wanted to dedicate my performance to Bucky. <laughs> he is who inspired me to get into acting. Without him, I wouldn't be here today. Right. Bucky, wherever you are. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, Corey, we want to appreciate you for giving us your time. Um sorry about the emotion, but it's, it's a lot going on. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot happening right now. And, <sighs> You know, uh, we appreciate your time. The audience certainly appreciates your time uh, here tonight. Very, it's very, uh, very appreciative. Everybody is uh, just happy to see you, happy for your success, and happy for the future of your career. And uh, we're glad that you chose Unita to be your uh, your debut show. This is a, a big deal for us. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's it. Unita is my home away from the sewer. And you guys have been very fair to me and very balanced and you've, you've provided me this platform and I, and I really appreciate it. So anytime I can come on and, you know, I'm, I, I'm just a phone call away. The, the sewer doesn't have great reception, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll return your call eventually. Absolutely. 
uh, Nick, uh, you can end us. You can end our show tonight with uh, the final word. It's all you. You know, guys. I just, I just hope that tonight, as you're sitting here listening to Corey, kind of spill his, you know, his heart out to you guys, and and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Excuse me, there's something, there's laughing gas in the, uh, I apologize. Um, you know, I hope you guys heed his words and take him seriously and understand that he put everything into this movie. Um, movie with anything, walk away from it appreciating the once in a generation performance you're going to get from him because you don't know if we'll ever see him again in this series. Uh, he's going to want big things. And uh, for that, we're we're very, very appreciative of him giving us his time. And, you know, great you guys with his time. And I guess the one thing everybody wants to know, Corey, um, hey, this is the burning question. Are you a member of the PWO or do you uh, do you plan on becoming a member? We're in negotiation. I've, 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 I've been speaking to Fizzle about it and uh, Hollywood Jeremy, of course. And, um, you know, we're negotiating. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I don't, I'll leave that to Fizzle and Hollywood Jeremy. If, if they want me to be a member of the PWO, I will join the PWO. There it there is. You have it, guys. Uh, so, yeah. This has been. I got nothing. That's it. Yeah, this has been another episode of the You Need a Horror podcast. We appreciate everybody watching this, <clears throat> watching the show tonight. Uh, we love you all. Thank you again, Corey, and you all have a great Tuesday night.